All right, you guys can go ahead and have a seat, and let's, uh, let's just pray as you're doing that. God, thank you so much for an opportunity to be able to come together today to worship you, to draw close to you. God, may you have access to our hearts and help us to take steps closer to you and who you are. And I pray this in your awesome name. Amen. Thank you, guys. Good job. Anybody getting nervous? Okay. Good. Hey, I think we all saw this coming. Let's just be honest about it, right? Uh, I think it was last week. Well, I know it was last week. Tim was up here talking about stealing chicken from Slim Chickens. And, uh, and we were like, we kind of put our heads together as a staff, and, and we thought either we need to buy him lunch or send him off on vacation. And none of us were willing to buy him lunch, so, so he's gone this week. Uh, but guys, I am so excited as we continue to talk about doing the things that Jesus did to become like Jesus was. And so that's, that's the whole part about what we've been, uh, what we've been going through is, is, is trying to do those things that Jesus did so that we can be like Jesus was. And as we go through that, today we get to talk about choosing community and, uh, and what, that, what that looks like for us and, and how that plays in uh, to our to our personal growth. So I don't feel like, as, as you guys that are sitting here or those of you guys that have joined us online, uh, I don't feel like I have to go real hard here to convince you the value of community, but I did bring a few things uh, to be able to help show us this. And, and some of you guys saw this before, but this is so cool to me, uh, the, way that, uh, the way that we can uh, be able to display uh, the value of community. And so I'm just going to go through this real quickly, and then uh, we're going to have some application. And today, really, for me, is a lot of show and tell. Guys, I get so excited about the way that God uses community. Uh, there's, nothing that, there's nothing that brings me more joy and excitement than being able to see God's people coming together and accomplishing something and doing something. And there's nothing that brings tears to my eyes faster than seeing God use his people to come around someone who's hurting, who cannot pick themselves up off the floor. And, and that's just the way that that is so exciting for me to be able to, to think about the community, the people that God has brought around us. So uh, choose red or blue, red or green. Which one do we want to start with? Okay. Yeah, that was unanimous, right? Okay, so, uh, so I have my red balloon. What I have here is a nail, just here in my hand. And then all that I'm going to show is this, this is you by yourself on an island or... Maybe you found someplace else that you'd rather be, but wherever you are, it's not pleasant, okay? This, this is life circumstances coming down on us, and as you're standing there alone, what's going to happen here? Oh, dear goodness, okay? So what happens, though, is that the, as I increase the number of, of nails, if this, is a, if this represents you and we put more nails around you, uh, then you can withstand more pressure, so that's this little simple contraption. This started out just as a, as a disciplinary device, uh, but it's, it's, come in really, it's come in really handy uh, as we've gone through uh, trying to make some analogies. So this is just a miniature bed of nails. Uh, our last one is still, our, our actual size one is still being cleaned up. Um, man, you guys are good. You woke up early. I'm actually super excited. I didn't get the day that we... Uh, we get to spring ahead, so, so we didn't lose any sleep. So what's going to happen here? Look at you guys playing along. 
I don't know. I have no idea, Troy, what's going to happen. I'm going to be able to apply some more pressure to this, and I can apply way more pressure over a larger area. It can handle more force. So the more people that we put around us, the value of that, you guys are starting to cringe a little bit. Some of you have slid back. You, you were on the edge of your seats, and now you're sliding back. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right. So you see it can handle a little bit more pressure. It doesn't, take, um, it doesn't take a lot for us to be able to realize that. We need people around us. And guys, I want to pause uh, right now because another thing that, another thing that uh, as I talked with, with Brent uh, a couple of weeks ago, one thing that, that he shared with me that was so cool and so just boom, um, it is hard for us to do the one another's that, that Jesus commands us to do without one another, without one another coming alongside of us. And so in the midst of this, I just want to pause for just a second. Um, so in my, in my community, in our community, uh, a good friend of mine that I went to high school with that also has helped uh, in student ministry uh, here at New Cove, like forever, like I don't remember student ministry uh, without Heather Funk. And so a, a couple of weeks ago now, Heather Funk learned that she has brain cancer, and so she had a tumor removed. And I want to just take just a moment for us to pray together uh, for Heather, uh, just for healing and for her daughters, uh, for strength for them. So if you guys would join me in that, uh, that's just a big part of community, of us helping them to know that they're not alone in what they're experiencing. And I'm in no way trying to diminish anything else that anyone else hears uh, experiencing, but let's just take a moment. God, I thank you so much for who you are, for how you love us, and how you care about us. God, I thank you that you see a picture so much bigger than any picture that we could ever see or understand. And God, we trust you. God, I pray uh, for Heather today. I pray that you would bring healing to her. I pray that you would give her strength and courage. God, give her good nights of sleep. And God, I pray that you would come alongside, <coughs> sorry, pray that you would come alongside of Vanessa and of Lexus and give them strength and courage as well. And God, may this uh, situation, may this circumstance, uh, even in the, the weight of it, may it point them to you and, and the fact that they can trust you and that you you love them. Pray this in your name. Amen. All right. <clears throat> so we're just getting started here, folks. I tell you, though, community is the big thing for me that when we come alongside of each other, nothing else just uh, can, can uh, drop me to the floor uh, quite like this. Uh, so thank you for, for joining in that. So when I think about community, it all kind of comes back to the great commandment that Jesus gave us. And so I want to read this real quick, just the recap, that, that there was a religious leader that came to Jesus and said, uh, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment? So what is it that I should really be doing here? Give me some cliff notes. What should, what should we do? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law 
and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Love God and love others. And guys, I believe that community helps us to do both. As we come together, we're able to come together to love Jesus, to worship him, as we're doing uh, this morning. And as we also come together, we're inspired to love others as we, as we move forward. So, uh, in nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does this jump out to me more, more clearly than the story of Jesus hearing the, uh, healing the paralytic on the mat. Uh, so, you guys, I'm just going to paraphrase this story, but you can find it in Luke 5 if you want to check it out. Uh, but it's the whole piece where uh, these four people, I don't know if they're men or women, they, they see where Jesus is speaking and the place is packed. He's, he's, in, a, he's in a home. The, no one can get into the, the place. Something about these four people, they had experienced God, and so they, they love Jesus. And so something prompted them to action. And so, so they go, oh my gosh, Jesus is here. I can trust Jesus. I've seen something about Jesus. I've experienced something about Jesus. And so then they go off, and they get this helpless person, a paralytic person, on a mat, turns out, and they carry this person on the mat back to where Jesus is. And as you read the story, you see they can't get through. People are, I don't know, too engaged or whatever to let somebody through on a mat. And so, so they think somebody in there has a bright idea, right? They've experienced Jesus, and they know that they can trust Jesus, and they say, well, let's, let's just take this person to the roof. And so when I read this story as a, as a kid, I picture this person laying flat, like totally immobile, but, but I, <laughs> I can picture, you know, if, if it's maybe that they uh, just can't walk, which seems to be maybe more correct. And so, so I picture this person kind of like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, guys. I don't think that's a great idea. And so you've got the four people on, on each edge of the mat. And I don't know if you've ever played that game where uh, you can get an app on your phone. You get it later. But it's got the little ball there in the middle, and you, you just kind of turn it, and you try to get the ball to go where it goes, uh, where it's supposed to go. Except for that ball is kind of stationary, right? So as you move it, and I'm terrible at that game. And so thankfully, I'm not the guy that brought uh, the paralytic to Jesus. Otherwise, it would say that they dropped him to Jesus' feet. But it does say, it does read, they lowered him to Jesus' feet. And then as the story goes, Jesus sees the bigger issue. So you and I see, like, clearly this person cannot walk. This person needs to be able to walk, so Jesus helped them to walk. Jesus sees the deeper issue there, and Jesus says, the real issue is your sin. The real issue is your community, your connection with me. And so Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And then people kind of start to talk, and they're, uh, they're kind of worked up that, that this man would say that, uh, that this paralytic's uh, sins are forgiven. And so Jesus, of course, as you read, he senses that, and he says, well, what's easier for me to say that or for me to tell you, tell this man to get up and walk? And, and dramatically, this man stands up off his mat. And then I also love that the man picks up after himself because he takes up his mat and he walks, and so that's pretty good. Uh, people have pointed out for years that I need to reread that and make sure that I'm picking up after myself. Anywho, um, some of us, some of us in this room, uh, maybe you're at a place where you're like, okay, Troy, I get it. I get it. We need one another. We absolutely need one another. But you know what, Troy? I'm in a place right now where I feel like I am, I am the person sitting on the mat and I just need somebody to carry me. And sometimes that can be so hard. And guys, I want to share a story with you today. Uh, and in just a second, my friend Lexi Erisman is 
I'm sorry, it's not Lexi Arisman anymore. My friend Lexi is going to be on the screen. Uh, she was a student here at, at New Cove, grew up here at New Cove, and, and was a part of student ministry. And one of, the, one of the, gosh, just big pieces in my life of remembering God showing up and coming alongside people uh, was Lexi and the story that you're going to hear. Uh, and, and Lexi was just in a place where she felt like she was, she was alone. She didn't have good community, uh, good folks around her. And so uh, we prayed. Uh, Marilyn Peasley and Lexi uh, prayed together. Uh, and so I'd love for you to be able to watch this story here real quick. Marilyn was my youth group leader. I was really lonely. I was really sad. And it that was one thing that I knew that I was lacking and wanted, and Marilyn could see that too. She would stay with me after, and she would pray. And she would just ask, God, we're asking boldly that you would bring just even one person into Lexi's life. So Marilyn praying for me and for the situation, like on a timeline of my life, that's one of the like rocks that stand out as like this important moment that like it was too big of a coincidence, too big of a the situation was so like amazing <laughs> that it feels like it's one of the times in my life where God is like clearly like orchestrated. And I can see that even through the friendships and even through the years that have happened since then of just being like, my life was on path A. And then I showed up. <laughs> and Marilyn prayed and it started this other path without me realizing it. That, like, God had something so much bigger and better. And that was something that he, you can, like, even now, I'm still very, very close with all of those people who within a month total <laughs> have, like, so many people around me. It's like, that doesn't just happen. We talked about this. So just, like, I was a shy kid. I wasn't going to try to look for it, so I know it wasn't in my part. <laughs> I, I showed up, but I just showed up to things, but I, I didn't do anything, and so that's what's like, it had to have been God. <laughs> Nothing else would have, because I know it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, when things get hard, I look back on that, and I think, I've been in a hard place before, and then God's always taking care of me. It feels more like I'm going to surrender. And I'm going to trust because I know that God has been with me in this spot before. That he moves in ways that I don't even see or know. And does something bigger than I could have even imagined. Like I could have never even if I would have had like all of the confidence and all of the 
you know, super outgoing. I couldn't have gone out and, like, created these friendships. Who knew that now I'd be here in that moment but when it was so dark and heavy and really isolating, like, that this is where I would be now. Awesome. So this is a situation where Lexi felt like she was all alone, and she was. And for those of you guys, for those of you students in the room, uh, this is when Lexi was uh, like a sophomore or a freshman uh, in in high school. And and guys, I know exactly how this. Uh, I know from from Lexi's experience that sometimes we feel isolated and we feel alone. And Lexi had some friends, but but they were friends that were going in a in a different direction than what she felt like God wanted her to be going in. And so she was choosing, do I continue to go this way or do I step off and feel all alone and isolated and be there as an individual? And so what happened is a second person came alongside of her, uh, Marilyn Peasley, and started to pray with her. And so I want that to be an encouragement to anybody in this room that, that feels isolated, that we can pray that God loves us that much, that God wants to come alongside of us, and we can pray and do that. I have a story of my own in, in my own life. When, when Susan and I had, uh, when our kids were small, and it felt like all we were doing was uh, just trying to keep our head above water, but we were surrounded by people, but we felt, uh, we felt ultimately alone because we didn't have, like, uh, family and things that were intersecting with our lives. And so one of our stories is, is praying together at night just that God would bring community to us, people that our lives would just intersect with and that uh, our kids would be able to experience uh, uh, cousins and it would just kind of feel just cool like that. And, and you guys, God answered that. God brought people around us in that way. And so wherever you are, if you're feeling isolated, get with someone and pray and see what God does with that. Um, I'd be honored to pray as well as we go through that. Okay, so in this story, two things that I love here. Uh, some of us find ourselves uh, in, the, in, the bot, in the spot that Lexi was in, and we need, to just, we need to pray, and we need to trust God. And the other thing that Lexi said that I loved in this video is that she just, she just kept taking the next step and trusting God. And so she, she prayed, and then she's like, and so now I'm going to go here. And she would do that. And then she watched. You guys, I can't even picture Lexi now without like a mass of people around her. Just the way that God had, had answered that prayer for her. Or the other option is to be a Marilyn. Maybe you have community. Maybe you have people around you. And maybe you need to be the one that reaches out to someone and says, hey, let me pray alongside of you. And let me help you to get connected. And <clears throat> um, I'm going to share another uh, quick story with us here. But it goes with this. Uh, this quote from Warren Wearsby. So let me read that because community, you guys, can be about us and it can be about us feeling connected. But, you, but my absolute favorite thing is that when God starts to use our community to start to surround people that don't know him and help them to know Jesus. And so I like to think about that as, as God just kind of encircling people or God starting to triangulate people and then they just have no escape. But at one point, they're going to know who Jesus is. And so here's this quote from Warren Wearsby. It says, The lost world cannot see God, but they can see Christians. And what they see in us is what they will believe about God. If they see love and unity, they will believe that God is love. If they see hatred and division, they will reject the message of the gospel. Jesus has assured us, 
that some will believe because of our witness, but we must make sure that our witness is true and loving. Let me share uh, another quick story with you. So uh, I used to teach high school at, at Northeast uh, High School, and, and you guys, one, one story that, that I totally remember, it's, it was the first day of school, and there is no feeling quite like the first day of school. You have the anguish of, like, oh, there's no more summer, and it's kind of starting to feel cool in the, in the morning, and you have all this stuff that's new and that things that you can look forward to, and, and it, just, it just has an incredible feeling, but one that's etched in my memory I'm pulling into the, into the staff parking lot at Northeast, and I pull in behind a, a vehicle that has, it has a, little, uh, a little fish on the, on the back of it, but in the fish it says Darwin, and it has the little legs on it. And I'm super embarrassed uh, about, about my response in my heart, because as I pulled in, I was like, Arr! you know, I kind of did my little growl, and I was like, going to rear-end that person or something, you know, for Jesus. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, and I didn't, uh, so then I park, and as I'm walking in, I take note of, like, who's driving that car? You know, who's, who's the enemy here? And, uh, and so I just kind of take note of it and just kind of was like, oh, well, that's, you know, too bad. And I was a little, I'm a little frustrated because I was frustrated in that situation. Well, uh, as, I, uh, as, as things would happen, uh, I find out that I am co-teaching a class uh, with this person, uh, her name, you guys, is is Bridget, um, and and uh, and so Bridget and I start co-teaching this class together, and, and we get to know one another. And as you're doing things and you're coming alongside kids, we really started to respect and care about each other, and and enjoy one another's company, and and uh, and just kind of being shoulder to shoulder that way. And what I didn't realize was a bigger picture that was unfolding. And so I couldn't possibly leave this stage. We've talked about Marilyn already. So then I went and interviewed Marilyn. Marilyn and I both taught at Northeast together, and then we also co-taught a class. And so I'd like for you to hear uh, Marilyn's perspective uh, on our friend Bridget. Bridget came in my office and asked if she could talk about something personal. And so I was kind of like, ooh, okay, you know, because, you know, I, we just worked together professionally. And... And I had always liked Bridget, and you know she was great with kids, you know. And she shut the door, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think she she asked me, you know, it's been a while, but you know, if if I went to church, and I said, yeah. And she said, um, well, where do you go? And so I told her where I went, and and then. I don't remember if she asked me if it was the same church that you went to, or maybe I made that connection. I, I really, I don't remember. But something to the effect of that she co-taught with you, which I didn't even know. And you and I were teaching a class together every day. We had never talked about this, ever. And, um, but she knew that there was something different about you. So I told her about New Cub, and you know, I said, "Well, Troy, I go to the same church," and she was like, "Wow, you know." I, I maybe asked me a couple of more questions, and I said, "Well, you should come." And I said, you "No," know, and I gave her some information and said, "You should come." And I don't know how much longer it was, but one Sunday it was when we were having church in the flip side, 
she and her husband came to church and I just was so excited I couldn't hardly stand it and so I went and said hello and and met her husband. I, I just remember she came in and had a lot of questions, and so I think maybe she asked uh, some questions, um, maybe about what I believed, and uh, was just the main impression I had was she was really seeking and and looking for some answers, and uh, which was just was just crazy and. Um, Kind of cool to, you know, Tim does that has a sermon about being a link in the chain, and I have no idea what link mine was. I think you had quite a few of them in there, and uh, but that was pretty cool. And then to see that um, she accepted Christ, that was, yeah, that was just really, really amazing. Hmm. So you guys, this is so amazing, uh, Bridget. Uh, did Bridget Luttrell did start coming here. Bridget has since passed away, uh, but she passed away knowing Jesus, and so we know that she's in the presence of Jesus. And I had uh, I had no idea. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the most awesome things uh, in that too is that her husband Rick is still a part of our community here at New Cove, and so uh, and so as you as you get to see him. Uh, from time to time. It's just so cool to see how God came around uh, my friend Bridget and helped her to know him. And then uh, now, we, now we're able to have Rick as a part of, of the New Cove community as well. So things that I took away from that, love God and love others. God didn't need me to stick up for him. He's big enough to be able to stick up for himself. But what he did need was he needed me to love and to care about uh, in that case, my friend Bridget. I didn't have to worry about scolding her for what she might have on the back of her car. I just needed to love her. And that was, the, uh, that was really the, the huge takeaway for me in that. And then as we're all doing that, if we would all agree to just love God and to love others, imagine how many people might come to know uh, Jesus as their, as their Savior and the power of, of community as it goes with that. So... So who might, who might it be that, that God has brought into your life uh, that you can just continue to love and to care about and then sit back and watch what God might happen to do? Uh, sometimes it involves some words like, and, and sometimes it's real obvious like, hey, can I come into your office? I'm going to go ahead and shut the door too. Uh, sometimes it's real obvious like that about uh, what people want to talk about, and, and other times it's not. Sometimes it's just us continuing to, to share love uh, with others. Um, so here's some of the some of the takeaways that that we want as we ask you guys to continue to choose community We want to make this really clear and simple as we go through in the worship band. You can come on up here as well, but uh, As we choose community, we want you to consider joining a community group when we come together We're inspired to be able to live for Jesus to love him and to love others uh, If you haven't yet, we've we've revamped our discover new cove class uh, to set it up for if you if you're new to New Cove, oddly, um, you can come check out uh, Discover New Cove class and learn a little bit more about what New Cove is, what we believe, who we are, and how we can how you can help to plug into the community here. 
Another way, uh, a real simple action that you can take is to go ahead and, and just follow NewCov on social media on any of those platforms and, and just at least feel connected uh, maybe from afar. Um, specifically, uh, things that, that, you could, that you could be a part of, if you're, if you're a mom, a young mom, the, we have mops tonight, that would be a good thing that you could be a Lexi and just step out and just show up and just go like, I'm here, God. Will you do something with this? Will you help me to feel connected? Um, maybe uh, we're building a volleyball court out here, and so there's, there's a lot of different actions that we can be a part of there. We want to have a citywide sand volleyball league, and you could either form a sand volleyball team, or you could help with uh, maintaining that sand volleyball court, or you could help with uh, just showing up on league nights and just loving others uh, as you go through. Um, you could serve in hospitality as people come into the building. You could be that warm person that, that's there to be able to help people to, uh, to engage and to connect with New Cove, or serving in, in New Cove kids or in student ministry or building uh, any of the building teams that we have. So any of those things are just taking those quick steps to be able to connect with the community. And so uh, let me just pray. God, thank you so much for who you are, how you love us, how you care about us. God, I pray uh, for those of us in this room, God, if we feel like we're on an island, I pray that we would, we would seek to trust you and, and that we would, uh, we would pray for you to bring others around us. Uh, and God, if we're in that place where we feel isolated, help us to reach out to someone uh, that can help us to, to sense your community and your love for us. And God, for those of us that are, that are in a place where, we, uh, where you've just built up awesome community around us, God, help us to not hold that to ourselves, but to be able to help other people get connected as well so that they can know your love and your care. And God, through that, be inspired to, to serve you and to love others and to reach out to those around us. God, I pray all these things in your awesome name. Amen. As we uh, sing this last song, the, it's called The Blessing. It's something we've sang before. The words are really familiar, um, are, are probably familiar with 